subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back again. And we've got a great topic for you today. A brief little uh, intro as we get rolling here is that uh, for those of you that are new to us, welcome. We welcome all new people. We're excited about having new people listening to the podcast, following us. This is very fun for Matt and I to do. If you want to know more about what in the world we're talking about, if you're sitting here saying, what in the world and where did this all come from? Go check out ninjaselling.com. That will give you all the information of classes, events, things that we have coming up. It'll also tell you all about coaching in there. And uh, coaching is where Matt and I fall into the world of ninja selling. We do uh, a lot of coaching. I oversee and run the entire coaching program. Matt is an amazing master coach, and you can learn more about us there. If you want to also be around a whole bunch of other listeners of the podcast, share ideas, share thoughts, grow together, there's an amazing podcast community on Facebook. Just look up the Ninja Selling Podcast Group and you will find us. Awesome people, awesome information. Come play. Matt, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Garrett? I'm good, man. I'm good. My, my rib is healing. That's good. That means life is, uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're mobile. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good thing. That is definitely a good thing. Um, yeah, we got a great topic today. You know, this is kind of a, a tactical, this is actually going to help you in your, your Ninja 9, your daily skills. And, and it's about real estate reviews. There's a lot of conversation going on right now, particularly in the coaching world, with agents being, there always is. Well, this, yeah, this topic is always on the table, but I feel like <laughs> right now, more and more people are a little bit apprehensive about having the conversation about real estate reviews and bringing it up saying, oh, you know, what if, you know, the, the numbers don't show something that's beneficial and a lot of this stuff, cause like, Hey, maybe, maybe my market has gone down in median price point over the past six months. And yes, that's all possible and completely irrelevant. <laughs> to yes, why we do real estate reviews. And so what we wanted to share, and we've talked about real estate reviews before, but we want to share like maybe some conversations that can help you engage your people and set up real estate reviews so that you can still perform this very, very crucial and critical task that's part of the Ninja 9 and also an incredible part about that's helpful in growing your business and providing value to your customers. So that's what we want to talk about today, Garrett, is let's dive into figuring out, hey, how do we how do we help some people get some confidence built up so that we can still do really great real estate reviews, even if the numbers aren't showing something that we're excited to share? Well, there's two elements that I watch that people get stuck on with real estate reviews. And one, I'm hoping we can have somebody on here, Matt, in the future that... And I, I've got people, I know you have people that we could interview that just crush real estate reviews. So that that's one part where people are like, what do I create? Like, what do I put together and how do I do it? But I think, Matt, where I like your topic today is just let's talk about the hurdles of just getting that that energy to say, okay, I'm going to do a real estate review. And I feel like I have a path that I can comfortably reach out to my people and say, look, this is why we're doing it and have them go, like, I'm in. Like, let's see that information. I'm excited about the time we're going to be able to spend together. That first hurdle blocks the majority of people. I think it's actually way more, like uh, I would say, daunting than the actual material you're going to put together is making that initial phone call just to set up that time to talk. So I love this topic. I think it's great. So let's go down it because I actually think it starts, and we've talked about this way, way, way back on other episodes, but 
I think for the most part, it, let, let's talk about where the initial setup of a good real estate review starts. Because if you could wave your magic wand and say, okay, what is the best way? Like the best way that will eliminate all confusion and open up doors. It happens at the home sale. Yeah. When you sell them the house, this is your opportunity to let them know what the path is of the next handful of years that they're going to have to deal with you every single year because you're going to get together with them and give them great information about their property and about their world. Matt's going to sneeze. Oh, he even he muted himself. The only reason I'm making, I'm deviating from the episode right now, when you have a broken rib and you have that feeling that you want to sneeze, it is the scariest thing in the world. And the moment I saw his face starting to sneeze, all I could think about was, oh God, that's going to hurt so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I went for the mute button and somehow my entire screen moved instead of clicking the mute button. And I was like, so I had to hold the sneeze off even more. It's like, no, get the screen back so I can mute. Oh, gosh. It looked painful. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I, I, yeah, uh, deviating. Total squirrel. Whew. Okay, so I, again, I think that opportunity starts from the moment you sell the house and sell a, help somebody with a home purchase because that's your moment that you get to say, this is what from now until you sell this property, what our plan is and what I'm going to be offering. And it's not a, hey, do you want it? Like, I'm bringing this to you. I'm going to share this with you because it's part of my duty to you that I, my working role is not done for you. If you could set that up, if, if anybody listening to this right now, there's an easy way you could say, oh man, I wish I would have done that. Darn it. Or you can say, I'm planning on being in this business for a while. And what if I started doing that today? What would next year look like? What would the year after that of having two years of setting all my clients up and saying, this is my job that I'm going to be doing for you? What if it was three years, four years, five years of these people that you've collected? What if you're selling you know, 20 homes a year? You know, 20, 40, 60, 80. Now we're at four years out. You got 80 people you're doing routine real estate reviews with. Like, start now setting the stage. And that's a missed opportunity I watch all day long. People that I've coached, where I'm like, did you set the stage of doing real estate reviews in the future? Oh, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it for them on their anniversary. Yeah, but you didn't set the expectation. And that's, that's one area, Matt, that I think is missed. And again, it's one of those like, oh, I wish I was doing that, but then they don't take action with it. Yeah. Oh, man. Expectations are such a massive part of everything that we do in real estate. It'll make your life easier in a lot of areas if you just set expectations. But particularly with the real estate review, if you already know it's something that you're like, hey, I'm a little apprehensive about doing it. If you set that expectation up front saying, hey, you know, every year, part of my service, like this service is ongoing. I'm always going to be here from you. I'm going to be sharing this annual report with you to make sure that you guys are informed with what's going on. And here's why I'm going to do it. Oh, the why. And it's not just so that people understand where their price point is. And I think this can even help you get into the conversation now if you haven't set the expectation. So why, Matt? Well, people will say, Garrett, I'm not thinking of selling. I I don't need that. I'm not thinking of selling. Great. Fantastic. The purpose of this real estate review is not to help you sell your house. In fact, if you want to sell your house, we need to have a whole different conversation. The purpose of this real estate review is for you to understand what is going on in the market around you and where your home value is trending so it can help you stay up to date on your insurance, 
so it can help you make any decisions when it comes to your estate planning, financial planning, things like that. So it can help you make any decisions about what you might want to do with the home in terms of understanding how do we maintain, how do we upgrade? Because one common thing that people forget about when it relates to appreciation over time is that where you buy a home today and you hold it for 10 years and you see appreciation, you're like, ooh, yippee, I've gained all this market value. Yes, but you only are going to trend on that, that line if you are maintaining your home according to that current standard 10 years from now, right? Like we all have seen the houses, oh yeah, it's dated, you know, so it's not going to sell for as much. It's like, yeah, but appreciation. Well, it's still appreciated, but there's a margin there. So having this annual review is going to help you understand where are the values trending so that you can understand what you may or may not want to do appropriately to upgrade your home. Because also a lot of times, man, these upgrades that you can do to your home over time are going to provide outrageous intrinsic value for you as the homeowner. But it's hard to make those decisions if you don't know what's going on with home values. So if values are going the opposite direction in a short period of time, because those windows usually are short, it also helps protect you and say, hey, you know what? We do need to pay attention to our, you know, instead of taking out that HELOC or doing the major home renovation right now, you know, maybe we just kind of stay the course of where we're at right now or just understanding, hey, or maybe there's an opportunity for us to make an arbitrage play because markets are relative, right? So I, I guess there's a whole bunch of reasons that filter into the real estate review that have nothing to do with selling. So Matt, going along your lines there, and I think it's an interesting point, like you're buying a new house right now. There's only one point in time for the most part that a house is brand new and setting the stage of what does a new product look like, feel like, what do you pay for it when it hits the marketplace, all that good stuff. The minute you move into a house and you start using it, that house is now a used house. And I think very few people look at homes as used homes. My house is a used house. I have used baseboards. You can tell they're used. My dogs have informed everybody that we're, we're going to show the world that's a used baseboard chewing. <laughs> you, you look at like the floors in the house, the floors, you can see traffic patterns since 1996, those floors were done. And here we are in 2023. And you can see traffic patterns. You can see little spaces of water damage. You can see little areas. When I say water damage, just where the dog bowl has been for the last 10 years, like all these things are used elements of a house. And yeah, you're right. Your prices do trend differently if you don't keep the house up to par. And the nice thing about a home is that there's lots of things you can do to bring it up to that standard. You know, I can come in and put all new cabinets in and new appliances in and boom, all of a sudden my kitchen resonates with the brand new stuff you can get across town. You can do all this. That's the beauty of sitting down with somebody though and showing them. Where does this house stand in the mix of all the things going on in your local community, in your local area? And setting that stage map, like upfront. I was thinking about this as you were saying it. There's things you can say in the moment and there's things you can set a stage for. We talk about it in the 10-step buyer's process. I can work with a buyer. We can go out and look at a house and they can say, I love this house. I want to wait. Let's wait. Let's sleep on it overnight. And your brain says, oh, no, no, don't sleep on it overnight. Like the chance of this thing being under contract by tomorrow morning is too high. If you like it, let's get it under contract right now. That's a sales moment. That's something where it can feel very salesy where you're like, let me tell you about the last person that slept on it you know, and lost the house. 
where you can have the conversation up front. When you're first sitting in the office and you're first interviewing somebody, you can say, hey, when we come across a house that you love, what are you planning on doing? And they're like, well, we're going to have to sleep on it overnight. Well, let's talk about the dangers of that. Well, when we find that house that you love, what is that going to look like? Okay, so let's take that same scenario and now place that on real estate review time. I can, a year after the sale, two years after the sale, pop up out of the blue, make a phone call, haven't talked to these people in, I don't know, six, eight months, 12 months. And all of a sudden it's like, real estate review time. And they're like, as you said, Matt, we don't need to sell right now. We're, you know, we're good. We know you sell real estate. We're fine. You, know, you don't need to do that. Compared to setting the stage, just like we just talked about the buyer's process, setting the stage up front and saying, hey, this is going to happen. This is what's going to be taking place. And now when you call on their anniversary and you go, it's time, guys. How do you want to do it? Do you want me to come to your house? Do you want to meet me for a beer? Do you want to go down and have lunch? What's easiest for you? I could drop by the office too if you'd like. It's now not a like, oh, how can we fit this in? It's like, oh, this is part of us working with Garrett. That's what we get. The ones who can set it up that way, you end up with a whole bunch of people that see you as their trusted advisor. Like You are their go-to person. You're the one that has their back. You're the one giving them great information. Matt, and I think the other parts of it, and we've talked about this before, is, is that Anytime there's uh, natural disasters or things like that with fires, things like this, it's an opportunity to reach out to all your people, just like when you sold them a house, when you should have said, hey, this is part of my service to you. You can call everybody in your neighborhood, everybody in your town, everybody that's in your database and say, look, moving forward, this is something I'm going to be doing for you. And it's for this reason. We just saw a whole bunch of people that were underinsured. I'm not going to let that happen to the people that I know and the people that I care about. We got to get together and I'm going to show you this information. And then you can set up and say, we're going to do this every year to make sure that you guys are all in a, in a row. And people are going to say, don't you charge for this? Like, is this part of like, what, what do we owe you for this? If they're saying that to you, home run, you're hitting it out of the park. <laughs> that means you're providing immense value that they think they should be paying for and you're giving it to them which means you have now owned a little spot in their brain of somebody who has value to them. Yeah. I mean, the trusted advisor thing is really where it's at. The reason why people are apprehensive is because you're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about, oh, how how is this going to go? Is it going to come across salesy? I'm going to generate some sales. I'm going to get some real estate reviews. Or like, hey, how, how do I convert? It's like, don't worry about that. This is a crucial part of our system where you need to detach from the outcome because it's not about generating sales. It's not about getting people to list their house. And so don't be looking for the people like, ooh, this person is thinking about listing. I'll do a real estate review. No, do a, the 16-step seller process. Do a pre-listing interview for that. For everybody else, we want to show up as that trusted advisor. And so if you're stuck right now, if you're like, okay, great, this is awesome. I'm going to start setting these expectations. I'm going to have this conversation at the end of the journey or at least at the closing point with my clients. But what do I do with the people I haven't set that expectation? Set it now. It doesn't matter when you set the expectation. Will it be a little bit awkward right now? Maybe. Will you get some pushback from some people? You might. But guess what? That's a part of this, right? And no matter what your profession is, 
there's always going to be uncomfortable things that we're going to be doing. But if your intention is pure, if you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to provide value to these people, it's going to work. And you can set that expectation for going forward. Intention is massive, Matt. Like that right there is, is that when it's about you or it's about them, why are we doing this? And if you can figure out for yourself why this is important to them for you to be doing, all of a sudden, the worry of like, oh, they're going to see through me. They're going to see through the system. They're going to know what I'm up to is gone because it's not about you. It's not about the next sale that you're hopefully going to have or the referral you're going to get from them. It's about the great information you're sharing that they need to know as a homeowner. Think of how detached we are. Take yourself back to when before you were selling real estate. And some of you may not have been a homeowner before you were selling real estate. But being a homeowner who has no connection into the MLS has, I mean, yeah, we've got Zillow and other things at our fingertips nowadays, but the general people out here are busy. They don't sit around on Zillow. They don't sit around and go like, I wonder what my home value is right now and check it out. They're jumping around, doing other stuff, living their life. And for you to come in every once in a while as that professional and give them some real good value, that is appreciated. <laughs> by the homeowner, but your intention has to be right. And I've mentioned this before and I and I love it. Gary V's book, The Thank You Economy. Great book. He talks about in there and he says, you know, people's and I'm gonna just change this over for ninja audience, but people's bullcrap meter is really high. They can see through it from a mile away. And that's why we have a fear of doing these systems when our intention is wrong. We know they can see through us. We know they know that we're not doing it for the right purposes. It's the same thing with like phone calls. Like when people are like, I have a really hard time picking up the phone and calling people. Yeah, because they can see through you too. They know you're not calling for the right reasons. They know you're calling because you've got some other sales agenda in mind and maybe there's an opportunity here. It's like, look at your intention first, figure out where the value is for these people and then go towards that. The return on it is amazing, but it's a byproduct of you being a good person and helping people out. <laughs> yeah, being a good person is really helpful in these situations. So, you know, so for, for those of you who are sitting there like, hey, I got this list of people, I could probably do it. Start with creating the review, build the review. And if you're figuring out how do you do that, go into our podcast group search the Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook, go in there, type in real estate review in the little search thing, and you're going to find tons of people who've shared their examples. We've done a podcast on it. We uh, look for the Focus First podcast. Tim DeLeon talked about the real estate reviews that they generate with their product that's as easy as importing MLS data. Start with creating the review. Now that it's done, you call them and you say, hey, I've put together this amazing report for you that I want to share with you. It's going to help you do this, 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 and this. It's going to help you understand this, 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 and this. And that's why I'm doing it. It's something that I want to do for all my people. And I'm setting the stage now that this is something that we're going to do every single year. Great. They may say, cool. They may say, don't worry about it. Whatever the result is, you're either going to meet with them and talk about it, or you're just going to put it in the mail to them. You know, Don't let the friction hold you back from getting this report to them. Because if your intention is, I I really want to share this value, they need this value from me, then don't let, well, I can't set a meeting, hold you back, send it to them so they can see the value. And then it's going to make it easier the next time you call and saying, hey, it's time for 
your annual review again, the annual review of your real estate holdings, particularly if you have people who start buying investment properties or they own other homes. Like You can do that for all of their properties, for their families' properties. You can even share some high-level FHFA data for stuff that they might own in other states and areas, even if you don't have access to that MLS, so that you can be their global trusted advisor versus just the real estate agent that they use for their current residence. So Matt, just think about the difference of when you're putting together information. You could put together the information saying, okay, what type of information should I put in there that's going to make them refer me and use me if they need me for real estate? And there's the other intention of saying, what type of information do you think that they want to know and they're going to really care about? Oh, yeah. That's important to them. Just everybody start there. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to, as you said, Matt, you said create the real estate review, but I want everybody even to create it with the right intention of... Now, again, this is about them. What type of information do they need to know? Would they enjoy knowing about? And go there, put that together. Because what an easier phone call to make also when you have information that they would want to know about, that they are interested in. Super easy to make that call and say like, hey, I've got something I want to run past you here. Or something I think you're going to be really interested in compared to... uh, Man, I hope there's a piece of business in here somewhere if they they fall for my my real estate <laughs> review tactics. Fall for my trap, right? Ah, we got them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that's helpful for those of you out there that are, you know, hesitating a little bit. This is like a band-aid, rip it off. It's going to feel a whole lot better cuz once you get a few of these under your belt, we do find that as people start to do these and they're like, "Wow, these are actually really easy. These are comfortable. I enjoy doing these." It gets so much easier down the road. And I do think, as you started out, Garrett, to bring this and loop it around, thinking about the long-term goal here and providing value and being these people's trusted advisor for life, or at least for as long as you're in this business, this first year of real estate reviews may not matter. But the next year, the year after that, it's going to matter a whole lot. And so you go through this for a year, this year is going to fly by. Think about this. It's 2023. Remember when it was 2020? Yeah. It was like yesterday. So 2024 is going to be around here and you'll be like, man, look at all these real estate reviews I've done. Now it's just part of my system. So let's get started with it, guys. It doesn't matter what's going on in the market. It matters that you show up for your people. And Matt, I'll, I'll add this. If, if I was getting back into real estate today, like if I went and got my license, going to establish myself as a realtor in Redding, California, one of my number one goals I would write for myself, yes, I ha- there's income goals and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes internally inside my business, would be how fast can I get 100 routine people like on my calendar set that I know and they know that we're going to be doing real estate reviews going here into the future. This is just part of my relationship with you now. My goal would be is how fast can I get 100 people that see me as that and understand that that's a part of our relationship moving forward. Some of those, as you said, rip the Band-Aid off, Matt. Some of them are going to be very easy because I would just show up and start doing it. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Garrett has his real estate license. Oh, and I know his background in real estate. Of course, he would be doing these types of things. There's some really super easy ones I'd be doing. And there's some that are going to be like, I'm going to have to cross a threshold with them to get them to understand that this is some person I want to be for them going forward. And there isn't any hidden agenda. And I'm not sitting here trying to manipulate the situation. But as a value piece, I would be figuring out who's my top 100 people. Because really, if I'm doing two a week, I mean, could I do more than two a week? Yeah, 
consistently though can i do more than two a week two a week is that's rolling that if you're i'm gonna like consistently do two every week about a hundred a year is about what i want to set myself up for that's also the the piece of that is that you know what if you could add more people in it's great i could probably add more people in but I want to make sure I have a group that's manageable. This goes back to Dunbar's number of 150 people you can be in flow with, Matt. Yeah. It's like you need to have a group that you're like, this is what I can handle. And this is the goal that I'm getting to with these. And uh, just start bringing people in and and you need to educate them, set expectations and make sure you have something of value for them. But uh, that's that would be my goal. doesn't have to be everybody's. Yeah. I know I'm different than everybody else, so. But I, I would recommend people consider that <laughs> as their goal too. So not a bad idea. Well, there it is, folks. Real estate reviews. Let's get after them. It's a great year to do them. It's always a great year to do them. It's a great day to do them. You know why? Because it's another day in paradise every single day, which means real estate reviews are on the agenda. So, hey, we appreciate you guys for tuning in to all this stuff. We appreciate all the feedback that you guys provide us with this podcast. It's huge. Uh, something that we would super appreciate is if you could drop us a, a little review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you just go click the review button, we would appreciate that. It helps this podcast reach more people. Share it with somebody who you think might find this valuable. We love seeing the audience grow. We have some big goals for ourselves with the podcast this year, and we want to continue to expand the footprint, the listenership, so that we can continue to you know change some lives together and hopefully change this industry for the better too and keep it moving in a really positive direction. That was Larry's purpose when he started Ninja Selling was to... Or at least when he started taking it outside of his own company was to help support the industry, change some lives. And that's what we like to do here too. And, and you're all a part of that. And so we thank you for that and appreciate you so much. Garrett, appreciate you, man, too. And look forward to the next one. Yeah, man. Love it. And uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening, taking time with us today. We appreciate you tons. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.